You are listening to the Confidence Chronicles podcast, episode number 38. Hola, hola. It's your girl Erica from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start reclaiming your confidence. Start standing in your fully expressed self. As you are, as is, no filter needed. You are fucking awesome. I am here to remind you I'm a confidence coach and I'm a bold stand for confidence. And I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. Hola. Happy, happy day to you. How are you, sister? I am. It's what day is it today? It's Saturday here for me. I'm having the best day ever. As always, the weather's a bit cray-cray in Melbourne. It's kind of shifted a bit, and it's been freaking amazing. I've seen clients this morning. I have been chatting to my sisterhood ladies, and life is good. Things have been fantastic. I am currently bleeding, as I said I would be, and I feel like I've had a very energized period, which is crazy, because the days before I become Satan, I want to kill my children and everybody that fucks with me. (laughs) I'm just like, I'm going to murder you all, and then all good in the hood. It came, it was fine. I feel really good and energized. I've been having a play with um, tracking my cycle and being more conscious. I don't know if you guys have done any of this, but there's quite a few people on Instagram that, you know, talk about, you know, conscious bleeding and like knowing about your cycle and understanding it and really taking time and space to give yourself that, that rest if you need it or that whatever it is you need giving yourself that time and I feel like it's such a good example for the work that I do because sometimes things don't feel good and it's like can you be okay with that sometimes someone says something and you're not happy with it it's like okay what is that there to teach you you know your cycle kind of the same like sometimes you feel good sometimes you feel bloated sometimes you're energized sometimes you're tired sometimes you want fucking chocolate and have the chocolate you know what I mean like not judging where you are so I'm really enjoying this this cycle tracking and being conscious of it and I don't know much about it I'm learning about it as we as we go and it's really interesting and I'm happy that so many of these amazing women out on Instagram uh, exist doing this work today's podcast episode we are going into anxiety and how you are not your anxiety and let me tell you fuck one in three women in Australia deal and suffer from anxiety. You know, and that, that's not even including the postnatal depression or pre, you know, perinatal. It's not even including that. We're just talking general numbers. And if I'm honest, I feel like everybody deals with anxiety. There are all these stats and things, and the stats do help to show us what the problem is and how big the problem is. But where I find that there is so much missing because I don't believe that all of us share openly about what we go through because there's shame, there's guilt, there's worries, there's judgment. So we may not talk about it to our you know, doctors or our naturopaths or our women friends and, and share that we experience anxiety. And so in today's episode, I just wanted to unpack a little bit about my view. As always, this is my view. This is not fucking gospel. This is not the way. It's just a way I like to think and express about anxiety. I've had my fair share of anxiety. I've had clients with, you know, syndromes and all kinds of anxiety issues, chronic anxiety, and I've been able to help them get some clarity around it and shift the way they see it. And then obviously if you shift the way you see things, the things you see change and obviously they've had changes with their anxiety and their relationship with it. So here's what I want to tell you. 
any way, and I've talked about it in the podcast before, any way that you define yourself or your conditions or your life or who you are is how it is. So if you keep calling yourself stupid, you think you're stupid. If you continuously tell yourself that you're not a smoker, you're not going to fucking pick up a cigarette. Does that make sense? Everything is connected to how you see yourself and who you think you are. Your identity is fucking so much a big part about this. And so what pisses me off at the moment about anxiety and, and disorders and things like that, you know, remember my mom, I grew up with a bipolar mother, you know, she's bipolar disorder, constantly manic, then depressed her whole life. So what I dislike about it, and this is why this came for me, when I had my second baby, uh, Nava, I, I don't know, as soon as he was born, like I had him, he was little, he was smaller than my first child. I had him vaginally. My first child I had as a cesarean, even though he wasn't planned that way. So my second baby, I had him at home vaginally. I felt his head as it was coming out. It was fucking amazing and precious. And it gave me a different experience, obviously. And so I was really worried about him as a baby, like making sure that he was okay, checking the cot, anxious. This turned into a massive anxiety for me where I couldn't even sleep, even though he was in a cot next to me, making sure that, did I wrap him too tight? Does he have this? Does he have that? Is he going to flip? Is it blah, blah, blah? like constantly worried about perceived fears that weren't really there? And he was fine. And with my first child, I wasn't like that at all. And I was just wondering what the fuck was happening. I had, I had such a crippling anxiety that I didn't even want to leave the house. I wanted to stay on my couch with my tray of stuff, with my breast pump things, with my breast shields, with my fucking, you know, um, creams. He had some thrush in the mouth and he had funny shit happen with his eye. So I had like my little circular table right next to me on the couch with all my stuff and my nappies and my wipes. And I didn't want to leave. I felt comfortable. I felt safe. I felt like he was safe. And it's not true. Like... Anything can happen to us anytime. I just had this perceived safeness because I felt so anxious doing anything. And I remember going to a party and him not sleeping. And I wore him in this baby wrap, um, Chico baby thing. And I wore him all the time. And I just felt like at this party, like there was so much stress to leave and come out. And I had my, my Sri Lankan family was there. And, you know, everybody wanted to see the baby, see the baby, see the baby. And I am not the mother that's like, here's my baby. Do you want to hold him? No, I was the mother that's like, look at my baby with your eyes from over there. <laughs> and I'm holding the baby. I don't know. That's the way I was. Who cares? That, that was me. So I was really anxious that I had to put the baby to sleep. And everybody wanted to see him and hold him. And it was so loud. And it was a party. And I literally started crying in the bedroom and didn't leave the bedroom until I got the baby to sleep and I couldn't get the baby to sleep. My husband had to take the baby, get him to sleep, put him in the carrier with me so that I could go outside and be okay. And like, I don't know myself to be this person that I was being at the moment. And so I had to really work and heal with my anxiety. And remember I was learning, I was coaching, I was self-coaching this whole period of me in pregnancy, I was learning all of my concepts and I was digging really deep into self-coaching and I was, you know, understanding that I was going to start doing this work the year after when my son was born and what a perfect time. So as soon as he was born, all of the concepts and ideas and things I learned, I'm like, fuck, I need to put this into place. So I was able to self-coach, but there were moments where I just felt crippled. And so today's podcast, I wanted to talk to you about anxiety because I have, I have felt it myself and I have had so many clients that have been able to heal their anxiety and really see it in a different light. And so here's what I want to tell you, or here's the problem, what pisses me the fuck off with medical systems and, you know, um, syndromes and anxieties and labels and all of that. Here's what pisses me off with the labels. Let's use postnatal depression because I'm a mother and we're talking about this right now. 
you go to the doctor and you take this exam, this quiz where you have to answer the questions. And if you're honest, you're fucking, you're depressed and you have anxiety. If you're honest, right? Like if I honestly answer it when I'm feeling exhausted about being a mother, literally they'll take my fucking kids away or tell me that I'm a depressed person right now because I'm being honest. So what happens? How do we answer these, these fucking questions in these, these tests that we have depression? Do we answer honestly? Do we not answer honestly? I don't know. I don't think half the time we're answering honestly. And if you are, you're made to feel that something's wrong with you and you're fucking crazy and you're not safe to be around. Guess the fuck what? Motherhood is hard as fuck. It's exhausting as shit looking after a new child, a new human being who's born into the world who cannot do anything for themselves and they don't speak language that we understand. They fucking cry. It's a little bit exhausting and a little bit crazy when you have been yelled at and cried all fucking day from a baby. You haven't slept. You don't have food. You don't feel supported because we're not supporting mothers how we used to back in the tribal days. And this is just the way that we've been. This is the way that we've fucking evolved. And it's insane. And of course, you're tired and depressed and anxious and all of that. You're sleep deprived. You're exhausted. You're a parent. You're a mother. So it's totally fucking normal. And I mean normal by the way that standards of it's a normal thing that's happening. And then we feel like bad because we're feeling these things. We go tell someone if we do have the balls to tell someone like, fuck, let me go tell someone that I'm depressed and I feel like shit because I don't have any other resource. And then you feel horrible because you're taking this exam and it's maybe telling you that you're crazy and you're depressed and something's wrong with you. And then worse off, worse off, the doctor then goes, yes, you're right. You have postnatal depression. You're depressed. You have this, this fucking, this label, you have this thing on you. So now you think you're not good enough. Something's wrong with you. And then the doctor goes, you're right. You're not good enough. Something is wrong with you. You have a disorder. You've got a disease. You've got some kind of fucking label that makes your mind, which is a fucking meaning making machine go. Yup. See, we're wrong. We're bad. Something's wrong with us. We're horrible. Something's wrong. We're wrong. We're bad. We're not good enough. So then you think you're not good enough. So now they've told you, yep, you've got this disorder. Then you walk around in the world with this label on you like you're a broken piece of woman. And this happens in motherhood, but it also happens if you feel anxious or you have a panic attack and you go to the doctor and they say, yeah, you, you're right. You have anxiety. You have chronic anxiety disorder or whatever. Now, I'm not saying you don't have it. I'm not saying don't go to the doctor. I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is I wish that they didn't hit us up with that because the human condition, the human in itself, our number one belief that we all share as humans is I'm not enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not this enough. I'm not that enough. So we have this underlying thing that we all share that we're fighting against to not have that as our belief or where we're working towards not having that as our underlying belief and we have it. And then you go and tell someone that you don't feel good about something, which is normal. And then you get labeled. And here's the problem. We walk around as these fucking labels. That's the problem. The problem's not that you're anxious. The problem's not that you go to the doctor. The problem's none of that. That's all normal shit. The problem is you think you are the fucking label. I'll tell you how this happens. I have a cl- had a client, had chronic anxiety, lots of anxiety. Her whole life went to the doctor. All the doctors told her, you're anxious. Here's the medication. She didn't want to take the medication. So she's walking around like, something's wrong with me. I have anxiety. I have chronic anxiety at that. So she's in my room. We're doing sessions. We're coaching. And I said to her, she keeps telling me how she's, she's got chronic anxiety disorder. And that's what she is. And it's sounding like that's who she is. And I say to her, how do you feel right now? I feel good. Are you anxious right now? No. Great. So right now you don't have anxiety. Right now you are not anxiety disorder, are you? No. 
Okay, cool. So who are you right now? I, I'm just me. I feel good. I feel happy. Awesome. So right now you're happy. So you have happy disorder. <laughs> you know, you have happy you disorder. Like what's the label now in this very moment? Because here's the thing. Here's what I want you to get. If somebody tells you that you have postnatal dis- disorder, or postnatal depression, or anxiety, chronic anxiety, or whatever it is, illness, cancer, fucking, you know, laryngitis, whatever the fuck your label is, you walk around as that person. Like, you are that thing. And you are not that fucking thing, my love. You are so much more than that thing. Let's say you had postnatal depression, and you have your moments. You, you don't walk around all day in postnatal depression. And look, I know that psychosis, postnatal psychosis, all respect. I'm not being disrespectful. I hope you understand. I'm not disrespecting the fact that people get depressed. I'm not. So if you take that, I'm not saying that. I'm sorry. That's not it. What I am saying is, instead of you thinking and believing that your whole being, you as you are, are depressed, and your whole being, you as you are, are always anxious, why don't you look at the opportunity and say, in moments, I feel depressed. And then there are moments where I'm not depressed. And then there are moments when I feel good. And then there are moments where I feel sad, right? And instead of labeling yourself as a depressed person or an anxious person or a chronic anxiety person, because then you start believing that. Who is that lady and how does she need to act? Always anxious, always depressed. Everything that happens triggers that again. Instead of going, you know what? I'm having a moment. And this is what I tell my clients. So if you want to use this, I highly recommend. It doesn't matter if you physically have been diagnosed with cancer or fucking if you've been diagnosed with postnatal depression or if you've been diagnosed with fucking any disease or disorder that you can think of, you can use this. I'm having a moment. Oh, I'm having a postnatal depression moment. I'm having a depressed moment. I'm having an anxiety moment. And I call it out. I tell my subconscious, I know you're there. I know anxiety's here. Hello, anxiety. I'm having a moment. And what does that do for me? Because words are everything. Remember, your words create your fucking world. What does that do for me? When I hear myself say, I'm having a moment of anxiety. Here it is. I let it know myself, my subconscious, my body, everything around me, that anxiety is trying to come in and it's arrived. And I greet it. Hi, anxiety. How long you want to be here for? Okay, don't stay too long, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I know you're there. I call you out. You can't hide now. My mind's not going, no, no, no. I feel good. I feel good. And my heart's fucking beating. Boom, boom, boom. Anxious, anxious. No. I go, high anxiety, motherfucker. I know you. Hi, old friend. And it's back. And it's a moment. And I say it's a moment. I'm having a moment of anxiety. And what me telling myself that I'm having a moment allows me to have that moment. And then when I feel like I'm not anxious anymore and it goes away, the moment's done. So anxiety's now gone. So now I am not anxious. I am me. I am normal. I am whatever the fuck you want to call yourself. I'm awesome. I'm happy. I'm good. I'm neutral. As opposed to you walking around after you go to the doctor with this label that you are now a postnatal distress PTSD survivor fucking person. Remember, y'all, I broke my back. I was handicapped. I had to learn how to fucking walk with this walker. I had metal in my back and I was technically handicapped. I don't walk around saying I'm a handicapped survivor. I don't walk around saying I'm a widow survivor. I'm married now. I don't tell people I'm a widow. When I introduce myself as my relationship, I'm married. I don't say I'm a widow who's now married. I can say that. I'm not telling you not to say it. What I'm saying is, what is bringing you empowerment? Is it, does it empower you to say you're an anxious person? Or does it empower you to say, I have dealt with anxiety in the past. Right now, I'm not anxious. 
What's going to be more empowering as a statement? This is this whole episode is an invitation for you to relook at the way that you label yourself because how you label yourself and how you see yourself is how you fucking show up. I am not saying anxiety is not real. Please don't take that. I'm not saying depression's not real. I'm not saying that you don't really feel all these things. Please know I'm not fucking saying that. I don't want any fucking kickback from this episode. It's not about that. So if that's what you're getting, it's fucking wrong. That's not it. What I am saying is how you label yourself is how you will show up to the world. If you want to continue showing up anxious and stress the fuck out, keep calling yourself an anxious person. Stop fucking saying you're anxious. You're not anxious. You have moments of anxiety. Welcome to being human. I do too. And I guarantee you, if you start looking at them as moments and like you're a normal person who just experienced this as a moment and you're on track to fix it and you're on track to heal it and you're on track to find tools to better yourself with anxiety, you will find them. But let's say you're trying to fix it, you're trying to heal it and you keep calling yourself anxious. How the fuck are you going to get through that? Because in your eyes, your identity is anxious. You don't know yourself without anxiety. Who the fuck would you be without anxiety? Your subconscious is like, I don't know. I actually don't know who I'd be. So then what happens? You keep holding on to that identity. I promise you, y'all, this is so powerful if you let it be. Stop saying that you're depressed. You're a depressed person. You're a shy person. You're an anxious person. You're a, you are not your fucking anxiety. You are not your anxiety. And anxiety in itself is you living in a future that hasn't happened yet. Do the how to manage your mind. Listen to that podcast sit there and go oh my god I don't like how I feel right now all these thoughts my heart's beating really fast my heart's beating really fast notice that because if you're doing this work and you've listened to the podcast this far in order or not doesn't matter if you've listened to more than five podcast episodes you understand of mine that you have a choice to check in with your mind if your heart's beating fast and you're feeling overwhelmed anxiety has hit you up it's at your door and you've probably let it in awesome sometimes you have to let it in right You go, okay, I'm feeling it. I'm fucking feeling it. What am I feeling? I'm feeling anxious. I'm feeling scared. I'm feeling this. Okay, what are my thoughts? What are my thoughts right now? What am I thinking? Oh my God, all these thoughts are causing me anxiety. Of course they are. They're anxious thoughts. Great. Can you fucking sit and write it down? Can you question and do that fucking inquiring? Is it true that, you know, if I walk out of the house, something's going to happen to me? Is that true? Is it true that I can't go on holidays by myself? No. Is it true that I'm never going to find love? Is it true that something's going to happen to my child today? You don't know if this is true. This is all stories you make up in your head. They have not happened yet. And you make the stories up from a past that you've experienced or a movie that you watched or a story someone told you. Perceived. This is perceived stress. It's not real stress. But then because you think it's stressful, you get anxious in the real world. Your heart starts fucking beating. And then you don't question the the fucking thought. And of course, if you don't question it, you believe it. And then you get real results in the real world. Like anxious and you don't go out. Let me tell you what happened with my baby. Hamish had a girlfriend that he knew in school. And it was it's so sad. It's so, so sad. And her daughter passed away. Her daughter was the same age as my son, my older son. And when I heard the news, I was driving. I was pregnant. And I freaked the fuck out. And I was like, oh, my God, I feel so sorry. Our babies were due at the same time as in my first baby, not my pregnant baby. And when I was pregnant, I heard that her baby passed away. Her daughter passed away. And it was so sad. We went and saw them. And she ended up telling me the story. And I'm open with hearing stories about death and loss. Because I had my husband die. I'm very open with it. And I'm, I can receive this. And I manage my mind. And I'm okay. And even though I was pregnant, I was okay to hear the story. So what happens? The story tucks itself into my subconscious. Nobody's fault. But this is what happened. When my baby gets born, all of a sudden I'm stressing and worried about him. 
dying SIDS, this. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Do you know what happened? That story of that child that passed away was in my subconscious. Nobody's fault. It just was. I kept it in there and I was fearful of my son. Same thing. This baby, uh, this girl was under two years old and she died in her sleep. And it was a heart condition that they figured out something. They said SIDS, but it was something deeper than that. And so I was constantly worried about him. I wasn't worried about my two and a half year old because this baby passed away at two years old. So my son had already passed the two year old mark. So I wasn't worried about him. Even though it could have still happened to my son as well. Does that make sense? Like this is how our minds work, y'all. So what you put in and what you take in, if you're not realizing this, you're thinking thoughts, you're feeling feelings, actual shit happening in the real world, and we're not inquiring. We're not going within and checking it out and discovering why and how and is this real or not. And so what I want to tell you is if you get anxiety, if you get postnatal depression, if you get these moments and you know they're coming and you feel it, allow yourself to feel it. They say that 90 seconds is how long it takes for an emotion to come through your body. 90 seconds is physically the the chemical of the emotion. The chemical reaction in your body is 90 seconds. What if you sat there and went, this is a moment, and you looked at the clock and you went, one, two, okay, I'm anxious. 90 seconds, this is my moment. And you allowed the feeling to pass through you, and then you went, okay, I had a moment. I'm not saying it's going to be fucking easy, by the way. It is not. But do you have to lose months, years, days to these feelings? Or can you just accept that you're a normal human being, that this is going to happen, you're going to feel anxious, you can stop, you can think, you can inquire, you can question your thoughts, you can question your mind, you can give yourself a fucking break? Here's a song that I want you to listen to. It's called Don't Be So Hard On Yourself. Jessie something. This is horrible. I don't have her name. Jessie something. Jessie G something doesn't matter get on spotify or google and write don't be so hard on yourself girl song and you will hear it listen to that fucking song when you have your moments after your moments i'm telling you that song saved me so many times out of my shit it pulled me out i cried a lot listening to it and it's uplifting and it's like yeah don't be so hard on yourself girl learn to forgive learn to let go like you are okay you didn't you're fine you're okay you're normal you're human Just please take away from this podcast that you're not your anxiety. You're not depression. You are not bipolar. You are not a disorder. You are not your fucking labeled thing. You are so much greater than that. You are beyond greatness of that. And if you can allow yourself to feel these feelings, fucking inquire, discover what is it, what is it, what is it that's trying to come through and teach you and tell you and sit with it as opposed to drinking it away, numbing it away, sexing it away, fucking Netflixing it away, eating it away, sitting with it and letting it come through. You know that this shit is going to pass. You're not going to be anxious for the rest of your life in the whole moment, forever, forever, forever. It's not. You have anxious, then you're happy. You have anxious, then you're calm. You have anxious, then you're indifferent. You have anxious, then you're neutral. These moments will stop. And what I'm saying is know when you're in the moment, allow it to pass and don't fight it and don't fucking attack yourself about it. Give yourself a break, but stop telling yourself that you are anxious, that you are postnatal depressed, that you are depressed, that you are this thing. You are not that fucking thing. You are not that fucking thing. Please know that from me to you. I hope this serves you. As always, I hope this serves you. I'm not, I want to be clear that if you're feeling like, oh, what does she mean? This is real. I do get anxious. I don't mean that it's not real, okay? Please don't take that away from this. Take away that you have the power. The power to go, I was a moment, now it's done. I am not fucking anxiety. You're not, you're so much greater than that, sister. I love you so damn much. Thank you for listening as always. 
Also, my loves, if you guys are interested, I have a full playlist at The Queen of Confidence on Spotify. It's called The Queen of Confidence. Lots of music, lots of uplifting things. Um, Every song has been picked and curated on purpose. I use that playlist from all of my events. So if you're interested, have a check out on Spotify. It's called The Queen of Confidence. So much love. Thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate your time, your ears, your support, your love, your questions. Please connect. You can head over to Instagram at The Queen of Confidence or Facebook at The Queen of Confidence and hit me up. Or if you're not on Facebook or Instagram, email me, y'all. My email is erica at thequeenofconfidence.com. I cannot wait to hear from you. I thank you. I love you. This podcast is for you. Go out there and be great, y'all.